What is up, everybody? Hey, uh, posted a thing a while ago on my social media asking some questions, and I'm finally getting around to answering them. And I thought the best way I could do this is make a little video, um, kind of show you guys some stuff, and then I guess just offer you guys some stuff that uh, I guess will be helpful to you if you choose to be, if you allow it to be, I guess. Uh, so what was it? What was it? What is the top three hardest things about keeping your health and fitness on track? So I posted this across uh, basically two or three of my social media accounts, co kind of compiled all of the list, and here's what we came up with. So the top responses that I got off of there is time, either A, I don't have enough time or don't know how to fit it in your schedule. And some of the other ones were kind of excuses. So what I'd like to do um, is tell people, take your excuses and turn them into opportunities. I understand we all live a busy life. Uh, you know, things happen, especially if you have kids and you're going all over the place, but hopefully with some of the information that I'm going to be able to share with you. And if you decide to use it, great. If not, no biggie. So first thing, time blocking. So one of the things that, um, I was taught at a very young age, well, I can't say young age <clears throat> when I started, uh, I guess moving into management role was learning how to juggle my time, whether it be here at home for my personal development, my personal life, as well as a work life. And one of the things that uh, my boss, good old friend of mine, talked about what, we, what he calls was time blocking. So as you guys can see on the screen, um, when we talk about the time blocking, here's just a brief little synopsis of what it kind of looks like. I mean, you can break it in as many hours as you want, half hour, 15 minute blocks, whatever, how many ever, you know, time blocks that you want to put it in. But as you guys can see here, you know, I, I go from six to seven o'clock, you know, that's my gym time. I know 100% Monday through Friday, that's my gym time. For those at work, I know if I, hey, from nine to two o'clock, I'm working. You know, there's, there's no if, ands, or but about it. That's why I kind of have that in red because I can't do anything about that. Um, as many of you guys know, I'm a football coach, strength coach. So I put down my football time there. And then down here, I block off my family time. So one of the things that maybe you could look at is, hey, what time do you wake up? You know, if you say, hey, I wake up at five o'clock. Okay, well, bump that up to four o'clock. Put in your gym time. Put in the time throughout whatever time in the day that you want to do it. And then fill in this, you know, fill in these little blocks and find out where exactly is that time that you can make, um, I guess, to kind of go ahead and start working out. So Hopefully that'll help you guys. Um, if you have any questions on it, just let me know. I'll do my best to try answering those questions for you and try helping you out with it. Uh, ah, the next, the number two was either bad diet, um, sugar foods, unhealthy snacks. So he, he, there's a lot of debate over this. Calories in versus calories out. Um, if you're wanting to lose weight, you have to be in a caloric deficit. What does that mean? You have to be burning more calories than you're consuming on a daily basis for you to lose weight. If you want to gain weight, then at the, by the end of the day, you have to have more calories going into your body than you are, you know, expelling or using up throughout your time. Um, I did find an article that I kind of wanted to share with you guys. And like I said, that I, I will forward this over to you if you want it. Um, here it is. It's 24 pages. Um, it's a really, really, really good article on, you know, that's the acronym CICO calories in calories out. Uh, it goes into great detail, um, 
on, you know, what does it exactly mean? What do you do for exercise? You know, the energy balance system right here. I mean, that's going to be huge for you. And if you're not tracking your calories, I'm not saying you have to track your calories. I mean, everybody's different for me, especially with my athletes, myself, my son, um, we're huge calorie counters because <clears throat> most of my guys, they need to gain weight. You know, I, that's where I really focus in um, kind of my niche, I guess you would say it is, is gaining weight, gaining mass. You know, one of the biggest things that people think is, oh, I'm eating enough. Well, when you start tracking it and you track it for three, five, seven days, and we get to really zero in on your calorie intake, most of the guys weren't even coming close to, um, I guess, eating enough calories um, compared to what they were burning and vice versa for the weight gain, um, excuse me, the weight loss. You know, people, I go by the 80-20 rule, but the 80% of the time eat good, clean foods, 20% of the time you can have some cheat meals. But the problem that I see is Monday through Friday at lunch, everything is golden. Let's say you're at 3,000 calories a day. Well, Friday night rolls around, Saturday rolls around, Sunday rolls around. Those three days, or well, I say two and a half days or two and a quarter days, your caloric intake's about 5,000 calories a day. You know, if you need to hit 3,000, then you're in a 2,000 surplus on Saturday, you're in a 2,000 surplus on Sunday. So now we're at 4,000 calories surplus. Now you're playing catch up that following week because now you have to burn it. So 80-20 rule is, hey, one meal out of the, the week, decide, hey, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go ahead and have a cheat meal. What, I don't care what your cheat meal is. If you wanna eat a bag of popcorn, 15 Big Macs, whatever it is, count your calories. Because at the end of the week, you need to be in a caloric deficit um, for all of your calories for that entire week. So let's say you have 20,000 calories and you eat 2,200 calories, or excuse me, 22,000 calories. Well, you know, on Sunday, you got a lot of work to do to burn those 2,000 calories. Now that, here's what I want to say. I want to preface this. This is just my opinion. I'm not a registered dietitian. I'm not a nutritionist. Um, I do have some certification in sports nutrition, uh, exercise. You guys already know all of that. So don't take my word as the end all be all. This is just recommendations from the last nine years of doing personal training and training athletes. Okay. Had to throw that one out there, but this article here is very good article. Um, I highly suggest you taking it, reading it. Like I said, I did not write this article. Um, most of you, if you know, precision nutrition is one of the leading nutritional certifications that you can get. And, uh, this doctor here is the one that wrote this article. I just kind of put it in a PDF format for us. Uh, so it'd be very easy for you guys to read and kind of keep and see. Cool. All right, let's see what the next one was. Healthy snack options. Well, let's be honest, man. I enjoy Snickers. I enjoy Reese Pieces. Those, that's, that's my thing. But if I know I'm trying to lose weight, what are some of the things that I could substitute for that? Um, dark chocolate? You know, not too much of it. Pay attention to the calories, count the calories. Um, you can do bananas, frozen fruit, yogurt, smoothie, whatever the case is, and then vegetables. I mean, really, you can eat as much vegetables as you want, but here's the kicker. If you get that ranch or that blue cheese and you start devouring on it, now is it really going to be a healthy snack? I don't think so, right? <laughs> so, <coughs> excuse me, I tried thinking of healthy snacks op options. Um, if you need some help with that, just shoot me a message, DM me, shoot me a text. I'm mo most of you guys are going to have my phone uh, number anyway. So just let me know. 
Uh, the big one, alcohol. Hmm. So here's my thing. I do like having beer. Okay. Um, I will drink some beers, whatever the case may be, but I automatically know for every beer that I like to drink, I know how much work that's going to take me. Well, for instance, on the treadmill, you know, if I have two beers, I know that's going to take me 16 minutes on the treadmill at about 60 to 70% um, of my output and my effort. Okay. So if you, once you really zero in on your fitness and you know how many calories it's going to take for you to burn <clears throat> saying, you know, let's say you're walking on a treadmill with an incline of a five and 10 minutes into your thing, you burn 250 calories. Well, you automatically know, Hey, I can have three beers that equal that 250 calories, or I can have two drinks to equal that. I mean, it's up to you. What, what do you really, really, really want? Um, there's no excuse for it. Uh, I tell people I work out so I can enjoy myself, uh, whether that be with beer and wings, some nachos, or just go splurge, whatever the case is. But I understand and I know the work that I'm going to have to put in on it um, in order to make sure that I'm reaching my goal. Number four reason, meal prep and the carbs. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to go into great detail about any type of diet. Um, I just say if you have a well-balanced diet, as you could say, or caloric intake, that should be fine. If you are a person that wants to stay on the keto or you want to stay on paleo or you want to stay on XYZ diet, by all means, stay on it. If it works for you, good. Do what works for you. Don't do what everybody else is doing because it may not work for you. But the biggest thing is going to be is consistency. Consistency, consistency. So how do we meal prep? Well, if you go back to your time blocking sheet and you know on Sundays you have six hours, you're just hanging out at the couch or hanging out around the house, that is a perfect time for you to meal prep for two or three, four days. I would highly recommend not meal prepping for five plus days, six days, seven days. I would do it for three, four days. And then, you know, one time throughout the week, go ahead and meal prep for the rest of the, the week. Um, what I like to do is I like to cook up the chicken, turkey, steak, uh, cook up all my rice over the potatoes, vegetables, put them in little containers or you can store them in a large container. And some people may think I'm crazy, but when I really go into my bulk mode, I weigh out everything. We bought this little uh, food weighing machine, I guess you could call it, cause you can punch in a different numbers, whatever the case is, but no, it's whatever the case may be. If you get a food scale, you could either do it by grams or ounces, or excuse me, calories, measure it out. And I would measure it out after it is cooked because obviously when you cook stuff, you know, you got the fat, the grease, all that other stuff that's working out of it. So I measure all my stuff after I cook it and then I put it in my little containers and then that's how I know. What else do I do with that? I actually go to my fitness pal. Um, if you guys want that little how-to guide on how to use my fitness pal, let me know. I'll send that to you as well. But I track everything, you know, my waters, everything. This guy right here, I got two of these. I carry one of them around all day long and I'll finish four or five of those a day. I track my water that way. It has, if you do the yearly membership, I think it's 99 bucks a year. Um, you can get your macro or your calorie uh, output and you can sit there and adjust it to really, really zone in. And I don't know, it just helps me a lot with that. So uh, meal prepping. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing for me. Um, you can do your breakfast as your lunch, all your snacks for the day. The only thing I wouldn't meal prep, especially if you have kids or a family is like dinner. Um, just make sure you're tracking it. 
Number five, motivation, excuse me, motivation or you're tired or you're not dedicated to the process. You know, and I will say it's a process. Um, time blocking should absolutely help you 100%. Um, results. So let's say for instance, you're 40 pounds overweight. You haven't really focused on your diet. You haven't focused on your exercise, nothing since high school. Well, let's say you're 35 years old now. So from, if you're 35, you got out of school and you're 18, 20, if you go to college, whatever the case is, I mean, you got to really focus it. Like that's 15 to 17 years that you just kind of let your body go. You cannot expect to see the results that you want to have within three months. It's not going to happen. So don't even beat yourself over, up over it. And don't let anybody tell you there's a magic thing out there that's going to shred 80 pounds in three months. If it does, great. But I will caution you, you need to stay on a very strict reg uh, regimen of weightlifting, working out, doing your cardio, making sure you're eating the right things so you don't put that weight back on. So all of the results that you get, you know, I don't care if it's a pound or if it's a quarter pound, half a pound that you lost, celebrate that. Don't celebrate drinking beer and going out and doing all that craziness, but celebrate this. Just understand, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm taking a notch off, you know, six months, seven months, nine months, a year, year and a half. Man, celebrate all those small victories because if you're tracking your results and you know where you were and you know where you're at now throughout your entire journey, celebrate it. It's a good thing. All right. All right. Two column exercise. So this is kind of new to me. Um, it was one of the things that I really, I struggled with, I guess you could say, and I really wanted to, um, Oh, I don't know. Really zero in on what I liked, what I disliked, uh, what we'll call this here. Uh, you know, ident identify your disgust and desires. Now this, we've used this in our business. Um, use this in my personal life, whatever the case is. <coughs> so on the left-hand side, you guys see that it's labeled disgust. And so I'm only going to focus in on your fitness, nutrition, exercise, that type of area right now. What are you disgusted with? Is it the way you look? Is it the way you feel? Is it the comments that you get, you know, people make about you? Are you scared to be in a bathing suit in the summer? Um, whatever the case may be, write out all of your disgust on the left-hand side. Okay. Now go ahead and put a three, six, nine right there in that right column, put a three that's, that says for three months, what is your desire? What do you want? Where do you want to be in three months? Where do you want to be in six months? Where do you want to be in nine months? And then down at the bottom, I would put all the way down here at the bottom, leave like the last five. Okay, a year from now, what is your ultimate goal? Where do you see yourself? If you follow your nutrition plan, your exercise plan for 365 days, I really want you guys to talk to yourself and be like, this is where I'm going to be at. This is how I'm going to look. This is how I'm going to feel. Okay. I'll be willing to bet this disgust list starts filling up pretty quick. Your desire list should be much larger than your disgust list. If it's not, then you need to take a look in the mirror and really start honing in on what it is that you want out of your uh, fitness journey. Okay. Um, do that. Share, share, share it with me if you don't mind, or 
I mean, really, you don't have to share it with me, but let me know how it's going because I'd be kind of interested to see uh, exactly how that's working out for you. And let's go you first. Go back to time blocking. Um, for those of you that have kids, I understand you want to put your kids first, your family first, and you want to make sure that you're there for them. At what cost? Really, at what cost? Okay. When I say you first, block off some time to focus on you first. If that means getting up at four o'clock in the morning, not hitting a snooze button, you're going to get up and you're going to go work out. You're going to get all, all the stuff ready for the day. Do it. If you're not going to focus on you and you keep running yourself into the ground, guarantee a lot of you have already been sick. You're going to get sick. It happens. Or you're going to get so drained and so wore out that you're not going to want to do anything. You're going to lose the motivation. We all know it. We've all been there. I've been there. Everybody's been there. If, you know, if they haven't been there, well, I'd surely like to know what kind of lifestyle that they're living. Okay. So really focus on you first. After you do that, focus on everybody else and all the tasks that need to happen. Cool. All right. Number six, <laughs> no exercise uh, plan or the pain of working out. Yes, you're going to be sore. <laughs> okay. You are definitely going to be sore when you start uh, sore when you start this process. But here's the thing. If you take two weeks off because you're too sore to go, you know, work out or whatever the case is, when you start back up, you're going to be sore again. Okay. I'm not saying going out there and absolutely just killing yourself the first day, two, three days, take it slow, ease into it, then stay with it. The times that you don't stay with it and you take that long break, then you come back. Yeah. You're going to get sore. It sucks. I know. I've been there too many times and this last surgery, I really started listening to my own advice and I have taken it extremely slow and not really worrying about where I was and understood and come to grips with where I'm at currently in my weight uh, training programs because I was pushing it too hard. My body wasn't uh, being able to hold up to what I was doing and end up tearing ligaments in my shoulder and then back into surgery I went. So the pain's gonna happen, okay? Um, I would have to say an exercise plan that you want to do, research it. Um, I would highly recommend staying away from, you know, the, the fitness magazines because there's people that you see on the fitness magazines or you're YouTubing. Those individuals have been doing it for years upon years upon years. Okay. You're not going to look like them overnight. Do they have a good program? I bet you they do. But you need to find a program that works, that works for you. Okay. Uh, one of the things that I'll give you, <clears throat> excuse me, give you guys is a template that I put together when I was going through my uh, <clears throat> certification. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. We always start out, if you're brand new, you haven't lifted for, you know, I would have to say a month. Um, and basically, this is what I do with my athletes. I put them back into a stabilization endurance. But what this template is, it'll tell you, uh, excuse me, sorry about that, how many exercises you need to do, um, how many times a week. Over here, it tells it, it, you know, this is a template. It tells you 12 to 20 reps, one to three sets, your 4 2 1 tempo, 50 to 70% uh, of your intensity, no longer than a 90 second rest period. Okay, that's going to be huge. This is where people get messed up with reps, sets, and rest period based on what your goal is. Because if you see here, it has 90 second rest period, 12 to 20, 1 to 3. Okay, now if I want to go into hypertrophy, which want to put on size, if you look at this, it talks about six to 12 reps, three to five sets, 
three to six times a week, 60 seconds rest. Okay, now if I'm going to my maximum strength, I want to, I want to be strong like an ox. I want, I want to get after it. Check this out. One to five reps, four to six reps, or excuse me, four to six sets. Okay, and then you have three to five minutes of your rest period. Three to five minutes, you're resting. Okay, based on what your goals are is, is where you need, where you'll fit inside of this uh, template here. If you have any questions on it, just like I said, man, just shoot me a message. Uh, we'll talk about it and kind of go from there. All right. Uh, I think those were the top excuses, reasons, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, hopefully that was helpful for you guys. Um, if you do have any questions, let me know. And hopefully 2020, it's right around the corner. Set up those plans, set it up, time block it. Put it in your schedule. Make sure it happens. All right, man. We're out.